Hey! Did you know that you don't have to wait in line to ride some of your favorite attractions? Because only Disney theme parks offer Disney's Fast Pass. Just look for the signs of selected attractions and insert your park ticket. You'll get a complimentary Fast Pass with a return ride time stamped right on it. Then go play all around the park. Just come back at the designated time with your Fast Pass in hand and zip into the fun. Oh, be sure to check your guide maps for attractions that feature Disney's exclusive Fast Pass. Well, got a zip. Good evening, or morning, or afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, and welcome to another episode of the Diz Explorers podcast, where each week we explore all the different avenues of the vast Disney universe. So this week, after last week heading to the movies, this week we're heading back to the parks, and we're going to play a little game where... We are going to pick a park out of a hat, or a cup in this instance. I've got six names, six the six domestic park names in a mug on my desk here. Milford's got the names of our troopers, which there are five tonight because Crystal is off in Disneyland having a wonderful time. If you're following along with her on her Twitter feed, you should be because she's uh, kicking ass and taking names out there. So I'm going to pick a name out of a mug. Milford's going to pick a trooper's name, and then that person has to say how they're going to make their way through the park for that day. Attractions, eating, so on and so forth. So, we'll jump right into it, <laughs> and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Definitely should be interesting. All right, so, I have my little mug. See, there it is. All right, I'm going to reach in and pick a park. dee 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 and the first one is Disneyland Park out in California. And the first person is Adrian. Oh, no. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> oh, this is karma for it being my idea, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I will keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I can't make the same promise. Yeah. Do I get a phone a friend? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Um, Ask the audience, right? This is what I'm saying. You you get a uh, you get a phone phone a duchess. Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> okay, well, I have given this some thought, right? Because I knew this is what we we're going to talk about today, and I knew that I want to go to Disneyland at some point in my life. I think, honest to goodness, if I was going to out to Disneyland, and I was going to Disneyland Park. I would sign up for a tour so that I could really get to know it. You know what I mean? This is assuming that I have like a multi-day trip out there, but on this particular day, I would like to do a tour. Maybe isn't that, is that where the waltz tour is, Jessica? Walking waltz footsteps. Yep. Yeah. So I think that would be really cool because it would be very historical and, you know, kind of get to my little geek heart. And then my second priority would be to ride attractions that aren't already in Magic Kingdom. So I don't know what those are. I would have to do some more research on that. Anything that's not already there. So not like a Haunted Mansion or a Jungle Cruise or a Space Mountain or any of that stuff. But except for maybe the Mad Tea Party, because y'all doesn't have the roof on the top, right? It's open yeah, it's, air. it's open under a tree with lanterns. 
Yeah, so I think that would be really cool. But those would be my biggest priorities, I think. I would like to do a tour, and I would like to try to ride attractions that don't already exist or that I haven't seen some form of. Um, as for food, I'm totally cheating, and I'm on Google right now. <laughs> And Jessica, I think you mentioned that you just recently tried Blue Bayou for the first time. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. So I remember you giving it a big old thumbs up. Oh, yeah. And two thumbs up. Yeah. Because it's where you can see pirates. Is that right? Yeah. You it's, see inside, it's inside the beginning of pirates before the drop. Okay. So I think that will be really cool. Those. That's what I've got. And don't they still have Snow White's Scary Adventure? You betcha. Yep. Yeah. See, and I never Mr. wrote that. And Mr. And Toad. And Mr. Toad. And Mr. Toad. Yeah, Mr. Toad's I still love there. Mr. Toad. And Alice in Wonderland so. and Pinocchio. Pretty much all of Fantasyland. <laughs> <laughs> and Pirates is better over there. Pir- yeah, that's what yeah. I that hurt my Florida. That hurt my Florida heart to say it, but Pirates is better over there. Now, what's I the heard difference? the Matterhorn was getting a fast pass at that. Yeah, it is, which will be very weird because it's a very, very slow loading ride. So I don't know how they're going to do that. Well, it's going. It went. It's going down for refurbishment, right? Yeah, it's going down for refurb for like a month and a half. I think they said, and that's I'm assuming when they're going to put the fast pass lanes up and everything. Yeah, they'll probably rejigger the whole queue then, or I, I, I don't know how it is, but that, that's what I'd heard too. Yeah. All right. What are the difference between the pirates? The sea, there's a few scenes that are different, and the, there's a couple that are in different orders. It's a different, uh, there, different storyline. Yeah. The biggest is- thing I thought was the beginning, because you start in a bayou, and when you walk into the ride, because you, you spend most of the line outside, so the whole idea is that you're go- when you go inside, it's sunset, and then it becomes nighttime, so it gets darker as you go in. And then when you get in the boat, you go on the, through this bayou, you go by the restaurant, and then there's a drop into the caves, and then it's it's similar, but like Mel said, the order is different and stuff, but the beginning is the biggest difference. Okay. Cool. All right, yeah, so that's all I got. Like I said, this was my karma for doing this, but... <laughs> I think you, you and your little one would like the storybookland canal boats with the little <sighs> yeah. story scenes and the big monstro, the whale head thing I, I think you guys would like that it's near the teacups yeah. which I don't ride <laughs> love the teacups and my daughter's at that age where that's the best thing in the world is trying to make her parents sick so she's like <laughs> <laughs> they never outgrow that <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> no no they don't. thankfully I'm not old enough yet where it works but I know it's coming for me at some point <laughs> yep but yeah so, but I'm, I would be really excited about that because I really do want to go out there at some point. It's just getting there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's for sure. Especially for us East Coasters. Exactly. It's a long way. I'll be there later this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you going to Pearls in the Park? I am not going to Pearls in the Park that I know of yet unless a Disney miracle happens. But Kikon this year oh, is, is out in- there is out there so yay exciting i'll be there in a month and a half (sighs) yeehaw and then it'll just be me and you rj (laughs) like that's it yeah well it's definitely a few more years away i think for us but waiting for the little guy just to get a few years older but it's definitely definitely been talked about and is on the radar for sure 
for sure. All right, next. Okay, next. All right. Let me pick another park. Do, 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 do. All right. We have the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. And RJ's next. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. I was hoping for Epcot, but we'll go with Magic Kingdom. All right. Magic Kingdom. If I was dropped into Magic Kingdom for a day, well, I'd say, well, first, I'm going to break tradition that what we normally do when we get there, which is usually we head either over towards Pirates and Haunted Mansion in that general area. And reasoning for that is we like to hit Casey's as soon as it opens for our breakfast or brunch or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I think I would do it different. I'd probably would, would jump on the, uh, the railroad as soon as I got in, because I enjoy doing that and do a, do a full circle all the way around the park. And then I would probably, or maybe not, maybe not do a first cir- full circle. Maybe I'd jump off in fantasy land and head over to mine train try to hit that early in the morning and I'd probably would have gotten fast passes for Thunder Mountain because I know that's my kids favorite roller coaster as of now and they like Space Mountain as well but I would probably just get a fast pass for one of those most likely one for Peter Pan for the little guy and then the third one maybe for Pirates or Haunted Mansion it would depend on crowd levels for the day and we kind of usually make our way around clockwise kind of the same way i hit world showcase uh if we would go that direction so it'd be pirates tiki room you know hit hit adventure land grab a dole whip or two some popcorn at that cart right there by pirates snack my way around and then if we were in the Frontierland area you know, we use a fast pass for Thunder Mountain if the time was applied. Hit Splash, as I've talked about on here before. I don't mind waiting in some sort of alliance as long as they're not insano. And then maybe hit Pecos Bill for some lunch if if the time applies there. And then I enjoy going on the ferry boat. So maybe hit the uh, the Liberty Bell if time allows. And then Hall of Presidents probably well after lunchtime by this time, depending on crowd levels. So then I'd try to hit maybe some of the more of the major attractions before the day started ending. My kids aren't parade people, so they probably wouldn't want to stand and watch the Festival of Fantasy, which I enjoy, but it's not really about me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So working my way around, hit through Liberty Square, Haunted Mansion, obviously, and then Got to stop at the Tangled Bathrooms because you just have to. It's just a must. They're it's just like, so pretty. It's like a must-do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. And then I know we've talked about it on here before. On here before, I think I talked about it after I went on my trip in September that there's hidden Pascals in that area. So I'm pretty sure I'd probably try to refine the ones that I remember that I knew I found and maybe try to find the other ones that I did not find the first time around. And then uh, so then you're right there. Small World is right there. Use the fast pass for Peter Pan and Phil Magic. I know I'm naming every attraction in the park, but on an ideal day, <laughs> it's your day. I'd be able to do it all because there'd be like three other people in the park. <laughs> 
I, I would just keep working my way around, just at a, like a leisurely stroll. Like I'm envisioning, like this time of year, it's fairly not crazy until spring break season starts in you know mid February. So it's it's not unrealistic that you can probably get maybe not the entire park done in one day unless you're really moving. But you could probably get a good half of it done to three quarters if you wanted to. You know, if you weren't hitting every... If you planned your fast passes right, so you weren't bouncing all over the park, which I, I must confess, it usually never happens. I start that way, where I'm like, all right, let's 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 get fast passes for, like, the left side of the park so we're not, you know, going from Thunder Mountain and then having to go over to Buzz and then back over to, like, the Mine Train or something because <laughs> usually that's ended, what ends up happening. We end up zigzagging all over the place, and it's... You know, on a non-crowded day, it's not the end of the world, but it just really makes no sense to do it that way. Yeah, I just, you know, work your way through Fantasyland, Ariel, and Mind Train, Enchanted Tales with Belle, I can take or leave, I enjoy it, but if the line's really, really long, I won't bother waiting in it, and I usually don't get a fast pass for that one. Uh, hit the Barnstormer a bunch of times, you know, make my way through the big top souvenir they got some good stuff in there and there's some good snacks and things in there as well and then you're hit i don't do teacups i don't do spinning <laughs> my wife gets the joy of doing that with the kids so that's definitely one i'm waiting till they're old enough to go on by themselves because she's getting to the point where she can't do it anymore either and then you're uh, you're into tomorrowland probably hit cosmic rays for some dinner maybe i don't generally make ADRs that much in the Magic Kingdom for the character meals. You know, if I did, it would probably be a Crystal Palace, either late breakfast or early lunch. Um, the Pooh characters are not my favorite characters. I just wasn't a big Winnie the Pooh person, so I don't tend to rush there. Um, I, I like the Plaza in personally. It's probably one of my favorite restaurant in the Magic Kingdom. Um, oh, take that back. Liberty Tree Tavern is is good too. Uh, their their like continental buffet that they put on with the pot roast and the turkey and everything is pretty darn tasty, if I must say. <laughs> and now they'll be uh, now they're gonna have like beer and wine there too. So I guess I can. So there you go. So there you go. <laughs> I guess I'll head there. <laughs> and then uh, you know make my way through Tomorrowland, uh, Space Mountain, and Buzz. Monsters show and everything. Uh, Stitch is, I think, officially closed now, so I wouldn't be going there. I heard it's got the uh, you know doors shut with the garbage can blocking you know right in front of the doors, so that's usually this indication that it's not opening back up anymore. Which we kind of knew anyway. It went seasonal during the holiday time, and then I think now it's just done. Uh, definitely make a couple rounds on the People Mover, and by that time it's probably dark and. I just stake out my spot for the uh, nighttime extravaganzas, which is not much since there's no parade anymore. So I just would grab my spot for wishes and the uh, celebrate the magic projection show, and that's it. Head out and out. Probably grab another thing of popcorn on the way out. <laughs> and a Mickey. piece of your refillable bucket. That's right. And there definitely would have been Mickey bars and probably churros in there, too, as I <laughs> stuff my face while I wander around the Magic Kingdom. So I think that would be it. <laughs> Sounds like a good day. Yeah. 
Alrighty. Let's see what we got next. We have Animal Kingdom. Oh boy. If this goes to Jessica, I'm going to die. And it's Jessica. Yes! yes! Oh no! We are winning tonight. We are winning. Nice! We're winning. Oh boy. Okay. This is all of us talking about. Yeah, but the revenge is coming because I'm sure I'm going to end up with California Adventure. (laughs) I know. I'm thinking that could happen to me as well. Okay. All right. I have a map in front of me. I went. I went once, and it was under massive construction. There were walls everywhere, so it's basically like I didn't go. Um, Okay. So I think I would start honestly by making a beeline toward the safari unless I had a fast pass for it just because that was what I remember being like my favorite thing aside from maybe Expedition Everest so if I could get that in once or twice in the day I'd be super happy and I guess what I would do from there is probably go clockwise just kind of around the park I'm trying to remember what was in like the Asia area oh yeah the river rapids um, I loved, I think Expedition Everest is probably the best roller coaster that I've ever been on. So, so I'll agree with yeah. you on that. That is, yeah. Yeah, yes. it's insane. And I went with my mom who hates roller coasters. So I just kept doing single rider over and over again, <laughs> which was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and then I don't think... Am I wrong that Rafiki's Planet Watch, there there isn't that much to do? Or is that kind of a cool area? It's it's not the greatest thing. It's got the... It used to have the little petting zoo, which has since been closed. But yeah, you can go in and... Which if, my daughter loved. Oh, my goodness. You know, they have... It, it's cool to go check it out. You know, they have, like, the area where they care for the sick animals and stuff. So sometimes they're doing something on an animal, but there's some interesting things over there it's not oh Rafiki used to be there for photo ops and Pocahontas and way back when Jiminy Cricket so it was cool if you were character hunting but other than that there's not a hell of a lot going on out there but the train ride's kind of cool yeah because you get to see behind the scenes on the train and you're riding kind of like sideways yes you're sideways yeah like the Disneyland train is and is that where the Lion King show is, where I don't remember where that was. In the Lion park. King show is just over the bridge after you go through the Tree of Life on the left, right where Dawa Bar is. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's back in the Africa. It's part a now. whole new. Okay. It's a whole new area, and it's beautiful. It's really nicely so, themed. I forgot about that. I would I would go there before I go over to the Asia area because I thought that show was amazing. Yeah, it, it is amazing. Asia's on yeah. the other side of the park, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so I think I'd, I'd kind of make my way around. And Dino Land, I thought, was cute. I liked the dinosaur ride because it kind of reminded me of Indiana Jones. It was a similar vehicle and kind of like jerky, not quite roller coaster, but more than a dark ride. Right. Uh, I really liked that, but I didn't go on a lot of rides in, in Dino Land, like the whirl one that kind of spins up and around. So I'd, I'd want to try the stuff that I didn't go on before. And then I'd also like to just kind of spend time on that Discovery Island in in front of the Tree of Life and just hang out there because when I went, it was almost completely covered by walls, so I you could barely even see the tree. So that's something that I'd like to do. And then 
if we're operating under the assumption that the rivers of light are running. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Good luck with that. This isn't fantasy land. This is <laughs> but Avatar animal land. kingdom. Can we, we could operate under Avatar land being open. Oh, that's, that's supposed to be really pretty. If she goes yeah. later this year. That's going to happen sooner. Yeah. I, know. I actually expect it to happen yeah. before rivers of light. Me too. I think Avatar Land would be very cool at night if it's all lit yes. up. Yes. That Hell would yeah. probably, if I had to save an area for nighttime, that's what I would pick. No doubt. Um, but I didn't, when I went, I actually didn't eat there because we went late morning and then hopped over to Hollywood Studios. So where would you recommend, what are the best places to eat in Animal Kingdom? Yak and Yeti. Yeah. yeah. Yeti. Flame Tree Barbecue is good. Flame Tree's good for quick serve, yeah. yep. There's really no and bad. We enjoyed Tusker House. Tiffin's Tusker just House opened, is, Tusker and House I've heard good awesome. things about that one. Tiffin's is expensive. Tiffin's is Tiffin's. very good though, yeah. But I've heard great things about and it. The, so. And and there's the lounge. The Nomad Lounge is awesome. Nomad Lounge is. I grabbed it. Of course, you know about the lounge. I didn't eat there. I wanted hey, to. I grabbed the a drink non-drinker there. knew about the lounge. Hello. <laughs> but the best part about that lounge is that whole that whole outer deck is freaking phenomenal. Like it's huge. Yeah, it wraps gorgeous. around the whole thing. It's just good, nice views. It's really really cool. There's really no bad place, and then they have the whole Harambe Market with all the little kiosks and and kind of like food booth type thing and there's like some oh, really yeah. great stuff in there really yeah, I great think stuff I walked through there. there's no shortage of different stuff to eat in animal kingdom there really isn't yeah. there's like no repeats yeah like, and i love asian food so i'd probably pick yak and yeti as my first mm. choice yeah the rest but... the sit down restaurant is fantastic the walk-up window used to be really good and had some similar stuff but they've changed it and i didn't really like the selections last time we were there i was kind of disappointed in that. Oh, but, that's too bad. But the restaurant itself, like, is fantastic. Yeah. I think that would be my strategy. It would be I'd start in Africa and then just kind of work my way around clockwise. Is that a terrible strategy? I don't know. Is no, because you no, know what? That's good. Animal Kingdom, it, it's hard. You can't walk completely kind of around the park because of the way it is. You can, but you almost end up cutting back through across the Tree of yeah. Life at some point to get. Because, like, uh-huh. Dino Land is, you know, off, like, in the bottom right corner. And unless you go, and then like festival, the Lion King show, I tell you what. No matter how many times I've been there, I still get turned around. I that's it's the one park where I still need a map. Me sometimes. too. Me too. I get. I just. I just don't know it well enough. Like the other ones, I just don't. I mean, the other ones are easy. I mean, Epcot's a circle. Right. <laughs> MGM, you can stand in one spot and just turn around and see the whole park now. So it's not that difficult. So Animal Kingdom is just the way it's laid out, and and I like that it's different like that because. Like you said, with the different trails and stuff, like you can just hang out in there and just and look at all the different nature and animals, and keep going back and getting different. They have great beer selections there too, <laughs> and that you could just get and walk around with. All right, next we'll move on. Yeah. All righty. Let's see. What's the park that's going to get left out of this? I know. Oh. Next is my favorite, Epcot. And it's Melanie. I will tell you if you're doing it wrong, Melanie. (laughs) (laughs) And I won't care, but that's okay. You know? (laughs) Go for it. Tell me I'm doing it wrong. (laughs) That's wrong. (laughs) So I think the biggest thing is, am I coming in the back door or the front door? Front. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whichever you please. If we must, Whichever we must. Depends on where you're staying. 
Depends on where you're staying. Um. You know, I used to never want to go to Spaceship Earth first because it always used to be the prevailing logic that later on in the day there would be no- nobody there. But now the fast passes, there always seems to be a crazy line at Spaceship Earth. And it usually seems to be not as bad first thing in the morning. So I would probably just start there. It's become a bit of a joke in our family to pick a different language (laughs) (laughs) than your native language, such as Portuguese. Or if you have a child studying a foreign language, (laughs) then perhaps pick that one. But it's funny when you go up through... The, in, through the attraction that how much of the other languages you actually can understand if you're familiar with the attraction itself. Thank the Phoenicians. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is really, you know, it was funny because when my daughter did it the first time, it was a complete accident. So I'm like, okay, yeah, you can do the controls. I don't know how old she was. But that was <laughs> not a very smart decision on my part. But she ended up picking Portuguese and... <laughs> It was funny that we did, we heard many familiar words and we could still get the gist of the attraction because we were so familiar with it. But it was just, it was, it was entertaining to us and we enjoyed it. I think all the more because it, it made it a brand new attraction for us. <laughs> um, so yes, thank the Phoenicians and start off with Spaceship Earth these days. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to go on the assumption that I don't have fast passes because, you know, why? <laughs> 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 because in the perfect world, you wouldn't have to wait in long lines anyway. Exactly. Exactly. This is a perfect world. Yeah. I I do like spending a little bit of time over in um, the Living Seas Pavilion. I like seeing the manatees. It reminds me of growing up. They have a manatee rehab over in the Living Seas Pavilion. When I was a kid growing up in Florida, we had I lived on a creek. And from time to time, we would see mamas and their little calves going up and down the creek. So... I do like going over to the Living Seas Pavilion. Turtle Talk with Crush was one of my kids' favorites way back in the day. I still love Turtle Talk with Crush. I know. <laughs> and you can see him on the Disney Dreams. <laughs> I know. So, Turtle Talk with Crush. It was really fun. And then, you know, make your way on over to the land. Our favorite attraction, I think, in all of the Walt Disney World Resort area is Soren. And yes, I even like the new Soren. The new one is awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, no, there are some detractors who are not big fans of all the CGI and the in-your-face stunts that they have. Um, But hello, that whale is phenomenal. Yeah. The ending. And and the dirt smells like dirt. Yeah. yeah, it's, It's so good. I like it. I like it a lot. And I even like the little boat ride the little hydroponic farms mm-hmm. so and if you're gonna go for a quick service and you've got a big old group there, there's no place better to get actual real food at a quick service place than sun it's sunshine terrace down there what is it called sunshine, sunshine seasons. seasons sunshine seasons when i was there in um december i had a big old group of high schoolers with me we had vegetarians we had picky eaters we had all kinds. It, and that was one of the better meals that we had as far as quick services because there was something for everybody, everyone and it was real food. It wasn't just burgers and crappy flat chicken breaks. nuggets. <laughs> exactly. There was like 
pork and there were yeah, real got, meals to be had. There's good selections down there, that's for sure. That's, I, actually, that's actually one of Sean and I's favorite places to go is Seasons. Absolutely. We will probably just skip over Journey to Imagination because it's kind of creepy these days. <laughs> yeah. It's just a little odd. I don't know. It, it It's next in line for a rehab, refurb, total facelift i don't know what they need to do with journey into imagination but it, it's a sad shadow of what it used to be yeah. so i tend to skip it because it makes me sad yep and same for universe of energy uh, until they do something with it i've tended unless it's raining if it's raining i head straight on in there but <laughs> because it's just fun seeing what bill nye the science guy and ellen used to look like in 1975 <laughs> um right oh wait the park didn't open until the mid 80s <laughs> <laughs> But if you want to see what Ellen and Bill and I looked like in the early 90s, feel free to head right on over to the Universe of Energy. Yep. Because this is all supposed to be about the future. It is. It really is. <laughs> I, right, I've discovered you're riding that. Riding on sunshine. With Mission Space, I can do the toddler version of Mission Space <laughs> once. 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 And I, we, I like the play area, the interactive area. Once you work your way through it, there's a lot of fun little games and things to do. And there's another good place if it's raining and you do not have to ride Mission Space to go into the after attraction area. There's a little playground for the kids. There's interactive video games, all kinds of things to do in there, even if you're not going to ride the attraction itself. So that's actually a very fun place to be. Which takes you around, if you're going to finish out Future World, over at Test Track. I have mixed feelings about that one, too. I, I wasn't a big fan of the the test of the Crash Test Dummy version, and I don't know that I'm a fan of the Tron version either. Although I do like it when they whip you around the outside. That's really fun. <laughs> but the inside attraction still just, it, the story's not there. It just does not have my heart like I, I wanted it to. Because no matter what you do with the car, it's... It's not like you're going to ride in that car when you're doing the designing thing at the beginning. I mean, if it could magically come up with that car <laughs> when, when I scan my magic band, but it doesn't. So Nope. I'm not going to say anything about that. <laughs> I already Do you disagree? No. I. <laughs> you can hear all about my ranting about this if you listen to the... the uh, oh, so you're the mouse with me. You're not episode. in love with the... You're not in love with the new test track either? Oh, no. <laughs> well, you're good. I, I, I hate when I... Because I love Epcot so much. In Future World, it just... It seems like it hasn't been getting the love. There are a few great gems in Future World. And, and I really would love to see somebody with some vision just take a hold of Future World and show it the love it deserves. You and I mean, me it, both. I, I, it's got such potential. The buildings are there. The the creative spirit is just like begging for someone to tap into it. Yeah, they need the right they need the right person in there to to keep it on course and not just turn it into a thrill ride machine or an or exactly an, or an IP filled thing just to get people to walk through the gates. It could um, be, it could be done right again. There's enough technology and enough. Edu- one thing, edutainment type things that they can yeah. do again. One thing, if, if you do have time to slow down and enjoy in Future World, are 
the wonderful water fountains and the water features mm -hmm. that are in Future World. The, the, the use of the waterways is done artfully. The dancing water fountains in the center complex is phenomenal. The upside down waterfall, that's the one thing over Journey to Imagination I still love and I still get a kick out of every time I see it is the upside down waterfall. Mm -hmm. So the, the water features in Future World are really good. Which brings us to World Showcase. Now, the biggest decision you're ever going to make in World Showcase is do you start with Canada or do you start with Mexico? <laughs> Mexico. Mexico. I am typically of that train of thought as well. I typically start with Mexico. I don't know if it's just in me to go clockwise. I, I, I just, I tend to do that. Although I... I've been known to go the Canadian route, and I don't think I get as... I, it just doesn't feel right. It feels weird. <laughs> it really does. And, um, I, and I think it feels weird for me because I usually like to go to Mexico first because I want to eat. <laughs> I'm going to grab like a <laughs> thing of nachos or a couple of tacos from the fast from the quick serve and a beer, and it's a good way to start They do have... I have waxed poetic about my love of the adult slushy machines all around World Showcase. Yep. Mexico has some lovely tequila slushy machines. Mm-hmm. So that that's always a good way to start your afternoon. Afternoon? With, oh, sorry. Well, it usually doesn't <laughs> open until like 1130. That was the best part about Sunshine Seasons when they served breakfast because they had the the <laughs> beers out in those coolers you could just take at. Yep. Eight o'clock in, in the morning. <laughs> oh my goodness. In the Florida sun even. All right. So which <laughs> takes you over to Norway. I still have not gone on the new frozen attraction. The last time I was there, the fast passes were gone and it was Christmas, so the wait time was never and I mean never under ninety minutes. So we just we walked through the pavilion but we never actually made it onto Frozen. I still miss the Maelstrom. So, yep. I'll, it, you know. I thought the Maelstrom was great. I think they could have had a frozen meet and greet and left it at that. But... <laughs> it, and, you know, like I said, maybe they've shown a little bit of love over to Future World. But that's okay. Um, China, I really like the live performances over there. They, they've got some great, some great talent, some wonderful shows. Uh there's acro the, acrobats, the acrobats, and they'll have the lines. And one thing that I really love, and anybody who likes character meet and greets, is during less busy times of the year, Mulan is frequently walking around. Yeah. And I've seen her there unattended. Mm hmm. Where she's just walking around and greeting people and will take pictures with you. And I was there without my daughter one time, and Mulan did a whole little video for her, nice. like a little video message. So, so that is a great thing when you're, okay, so next after China, you round your way to Germany. But before you get to Germany, you run in the pathway, you run into the African village. It's not really named on the map, but there is a great area in there. The outpost. With the outpost, with the percussion, with the little bongos and congos, drums. <laughs> um, the kids can get in there and play. There's a misting station for hot Florida days mm -hmm. and sometimes there are artisans who are carving things or making things and it's a really good spot to stop and interact there 
Do and sometimes you can get a frozen Coke there. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Germany, beer garden, beer. Beer garden. Beer. <laughs> More beer. Pretzels if you must, but I, what else can you say? Although I will say that we were at the, we had reservations for the beer garden one year. I think my oldest, it was probably about eight or nine years ago. And they had difficulty pronouncing our last name, which is German. And so I, I kind of doubted a little bit of the authenticity of a couple of the cast members there. Like, if you can't handle my last name, I'm not so sure. (laughs) I really don't. Italy, I I try to like Italy. I really don't. It's pretty. Well, It's pretty to look at, and the wine is good at the Food and Wine Festival. They have good wine there, but I, I can't get excited about eating there because Italian food is everywhere around where I live. I mean, we, we have so many Italian restaurants. So it's hard to get excited. It's hard, it's kind of hard for me to get excited about eating it over in Mexico or Japan or China as well. Because it's like, how excited can I get to eat in Italy? I, it's, I really can't. So I have yet to justify using an ADR to dine there. I mean, I the, my kids like the cannolis, but they're wicked expensive and you get one. At the little counter service place where you can get pizza and cannolis. My kids are cannoli fiends, but it, it's it's one of those hard to justify. It's a, a splurge item for sure. I do like the American Adventure. They have kind of like their version of the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> is what my kids call it. my kids call it the Epcot Presidents, <laughs> even though it's, it's Mark a, Twain. It's a better sh- it's a better show than it really is. I love that I, show. We, we like the animatronics, and I, I can honestly say I've probably seen this show. 15 or 20 times and I've never stayed awake through the entire show because by the time you have made it back to the American Adventure you're tired you've walked a long way just to get there you are exactly on the opposite end of the park from the entrance and usually it's you know day two day three of our vacation and by the time I get back there I'm tired and it's dark in there any time of the day it's dark in that theater and it's cool and the music is nice, and the storytelling is good, and it lulls you right to sleep. So every time I go, it's like a brand new show. I'm like, I didn't know they did that. <laughs> and then my husband's like, probably fell asleep last time. So I, I usually fall asleep for about five or ten minutes of any given performance of that show, which is really, I don't know, it's kind of doing it a disservice, but it's just my truth and I've learned to live in my truth. So maybe in my perfect day, I'll stay awake for the entire show. And it is not saying that the show is a bad show. It's a good show. I'm just tired. (laughs) And I know when to take advantage of a nice, cool, dark seat and fall asleep. (laughs) But then we go over to Japan. And if anything is going to wake you up, it is Japan because that department store is amazing. My kids could spend hours, and I mean hours, just in the anime area alone. They have all kinds of Japanese animation things, Japanese. They've got kimonos. They've got a sake bar in the back. Yes, they do. Hanafuga. I love Hanafuga. It's the only reason to go in that store. Oh. (laughs) The last time I was there, I was a chaperone, so I could not enjoy the sake bar. And 
I was a little saddened by that. <laughs> but, alas, the, the one thing that I wish Disney would have would be, and you would think that somewhere in, on Disney property they could have one, is a Japanese version of the Disney store. Because if you've ever seen some of the Japanese souvenirs yeah. from Disneyland over there, it's fantastic. They got Those some cool souvenirs stuff. are, they really do. But the store in the Japan Pavilion is not owned and operated by Disney. It's an independent store, much like the one over in China. It, so in both of those areas, you will not find any Disney merchandise in China or Japan. And there's a few others, Morocco yep. as well. There is no Disney merchandise in any of those pavilions, which on one hand is kind of cool because you get the, the more authentic because it is an actual department store that you would find in Japan. So that on one hand, it's kind of cool. But on the other hand, I kind of want some of those really cool Japanese items that can only be found over in Japan. And you would think that the Japan Pavilion would be the one exception to the rule that we could get the cool stuff there. But not so much. Nope. Um, I did finally get the chance to eat at Spice Road Table, which is in the next pavilion, Morocco. And I got to say, I really liked it. I love we what we did. We, we just basically ordered one of each of the appetizers which at the end of the day didn't save us any money but it gave us more of a tapas style tasting of a lot of different foods and we really liked that and i like eating on the waterfront and it was just it was somewhere new something that like i said i can find chinese restaurants and italian restaurants and all at home but there's no place to get Moroccan food where I live in North Carolina. So I, I did enjoy Spice Road Table. The France Pavilion, again, I really, the only thing I really like is the bakery. The bakery's really good. Mm -hmm. I've never eaten, did, has anybody eaten there? Where's like that? Like at the real restaurant, like Chefs de France? I've never eaten in any of the places in France. French food just doesn't interest me in the least. Not at all. I've I've eaten at Chefs de France, the place right there in front. Mm-hmm. What's the one upstairs? The Monsieur um, Paul. Monsieur Monsieur Paul. Monsieur Paul, I think, yeah. is what Monsieur it's called Paul. now. Yeah. I don't. I've, yeah, I've mm -hmm. never eaten anywhere. I've definitely had drinks in France. They have that mm -hmm. Grand Marnier slushy. Yes. Again, <laughs> the adult slushy machines in France really are the best part of France. And I kind of like the gardens um, there out in the front with the water fountains and stuff. It's kind of a cool place to hang out. One thing that we found by happy accident, and I hope that you guys do too on one of your perfect days, is that the Belle in France, you meet her over on the world, yep. on the lagoon side. She is what I call blue dress Belle. She's in her street clothes, yeah. She's in her street clothes. And True to character, she behaves a little differently. She's not as formal mm -hmm. as ball gown, ball gown bell. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's quirky and funny, and I, I really love Belle anyway. She's one of my favorite princesses. But blue dress Belle is awesome. <laughs> United Kingdom, I love it. Uh, you get to meet Pooh and Alice and all the quirky stuff. I, I'm very Scottish, so it's not too much bad I can say about the UK. They do have um, their new cover band over there and I liked them. They were okay. It was a good party. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun. There's fish and I chips though. I mean... Ooh. And the tea shop. Some good I stuff love the right tea there. shop. Me too. 
Yeah, I love the shopping in the UK. It's one of the better shopping experiences. Again, nothing. I mean, they do have the poo area, but most of it's you won't find too much Disney themed merchandise there, which I like. I like that they have a little bit of touches of Disney there. You know what it is for me? The hmm. it's the people, the the cast members that work there, and the, I mean they're great in all the pavilions, but they seem just much more interactive in the. United Kingdom one, especially in the tea they shop. They are fun. Especially in the tea yeah. shop, because I've gone in there asking questions because I, I only drink tea. And it's just... Because they have to deal with Alice and the Mad Hatter all day. And it's just like, I've <laughs> I've always had great interactions with the cast members, either either two of them arguing with each other and busting each other's chops, and then just me chiming in. and be, It's just, I, it's always been, I've always walked out of any of those shops just laughing, because it's just been a great, <laughs> a great time with the with the cast members that work there. They are fun. Which takes my little Scottish heart over to Canada. Now, if you're familiar with Scottish immigration to North America, you know that most of them ended up either in Canada, Nova Scotia, specifically, or, surprise, surprise, North Carolina. (laughs) Now, Canada I've had very little use for since they canceled off-kilter. Yep. I'm going to just put it out there. Bring back off-kilter. For the love of... Of every Scotland, <laughs> bring back off kilter because everything I've ever seen there since Sucks. some of it's been nice-ish. <laughs> I mean, no offense to the performers, but they're not off kilter. They they just they're not. They try. They've tried keep moving forward, and sometimes keep staying going where you back. are is fine. <laughs> or if we recognizing. That maybe we actually enjoyed off kilter a lot, and it kept us coming back. It, yeah, so bring back off kilter, and I'll probably spend more time and more money in Canada. <laughs> um, because other than the cheese soup at Food and Wine, I have very little use for Canada. The 360 show was funny ten years ago. Yeah, the Cellier is nice, but I don't know that it's worth two dining credits. Not in the I least. I can get a I can get a good steak here. My husband's a fantastic cook. It's not like, the s- seriously. That place went downhill as soon as it got its signature uh, label status. Yeah, it did. Because then you're going to compare it. You're going to start comparing it to a Victoria and Alberts, and mm-hmm. it's not that. You're going to start comparing it to the Yachtsman. Yeah. It's not that. It, it's inside of the park, and it's not fair to compare it to those other restaurants because they are what they are, and Le Cellier is what it is. And was it an upper echelon table service? Sure, but it's not signature. So I, I think it's kind of unfair because that's not what Le Cellier was meant to be. And they're trying to force it into this signature jacket that it's just not meant for. So that that's too bad for Canada. I, I like Canada. It's a nice it's a nice country. In in real life, the real Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice place. I wish I had a, a, a more fun. It, it, it again is it's falling victim to the need for an update. It's a little neglected. It just has the little shop and the little three sixty movie. And alas, no off kilter, which finally brings us to illuminations to close out the day. Since we've gone clockwise through World Showcase, which I think is the proper way. Illuminations, I, I like it when I can find a good spot that I don't have to wait 45 minutes to hold on to. I, I, if I can find a good spot with 15 minutes to show time, I'll definitely, definitely stay for Illuminations. But I've seen it enough to where I'm like, it's good. 
it's nice. <laughs> I, I think after the third time I've seen it, fourth, fifth time, I'm like, let's just go get on the shorter rides. Can you get the shorter lines for Test Track? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite to... nighttime show for sure. What's that, Illuminations? Yeah, it's not my favorite. You people are crazy. It's it's only 17 years old. I mean, you people are crazy. I, I, we're, we can be Harlow. <laughs> I there's so much water that they could use differently. There, there's something I don't know. And just throwing a laser light up on Spaceship Earth at the end of it doesn't really do too much for me either. Because the laser that they put over there, what does it say, Siemens or something like that? The, it, the company. Yeah. Well, it, back in the day, it like, used to say goodnight in all the different languages. No, yep. no, I think it just says presented by Siemens. No, in, now it like, does. I'm saying way back in when. Laser, but it's like 1984 laser light. It's like going to see the laser show of Pink Floyd. <laughs> laser light. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I have a feeling Pink Floyd has way more advanced lasers than 1984 now. Well... They, Pink Floyd's got more advanced lasers than what they put up on Spaceship Earth at night. Uh, remember we all watched the Death Star thing, right? I think oh, yeah. we sure did yes. watch the Death Star. Yes, we <laughs> Too did. Too bad we didn't live record that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Epcot, it has my heart because it's just, it's got so much greatness in there waiting for somebody to go wait a minute we just need to do this and this and this and then it's going to be that park i think it's always has suffered from the two identities like this is this part of the park and this is that part of the park so has the the multiple has a split personality thing going on it has the fact that while there is there are kid-friendly things to do families don't understand epcot still i think it suffers from that i still just don't get it problem that it had in the late 80s I think people still don't get it. And that's okay, but I I, I love this park. I, I've loved it since I was here because I always understood it. I, I get what Epcot is supposed to be and on a perfect day I can gl- I can just get little glimpses in each space of what that perfect day at this place could be, but with Empty pavilions and outdated pavilions and what used to be, you know, the, the what was the one that was the one with Body Wars? Wonders that's now of life. just Expos. Wonders of Life. It's now just Buy Stuff Expo. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's like here at Food and Wine, here, buy our stuff. <laughs> at yeah. different races, it's buy our stuff at Food and Garden or Food and Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Flower and Garden, which is now food. I should just call it Food and Garden because now it is Food and Garden. <laughs> There's food booths everywhere all the food time. Booth, it, it, it has become Food Booth Park. And it was like, let's just drink around the world and hit all the food booths. I'm okay and with that. I, I like the food booths. <laughs> I, I think that's actually a move in the right direction, believe it or not. I'm on board with that as well. But come on. Update some of these places. Get the the wonders of life back. You know, I, I think that had a, a great place in Future World. I think there, there's four really great things to do in Future World. Maybe five. 
but it's I, I love this park so much and it, it's kind of hurt me to see it age like it has yeah, it's been neglected for far too long. I mean, it is on the docket to, you know, they did announce at the Destination D that we just don't know when. I can't imagine anything happening until after the three major no. expansions that are going on are, are well. Well, Pandora will be opening soon, as we've said before. And that's the thing before, is we're construction but, weary. We're, we're kind of tired of all the construction everywhere. But Epcot and, and definitely under- does, it does need a lot it does future world needs it, needs some help it, i i will but it needs something special it doesn't need a guardians of the galaxy overlay no. on something it needs something super special and yeah goodness i hope they find it i really do because i think it's I a fantastic too. space it, it it was one of the last ones Walt actually had a vision for even though what happened with it wasn't exactly his vision <laughs> of course no, but he no. had visions for these right. spaces and these visions came from him. So the skeleton is there. It, it's got good bones. Yeah. And the soul yeah. is still there. It, it's, let's just see what, where it goes over the next few years. But yeah, it, it's an it's a large, large park. Easy to just walk the circles and spend a whole day there. But you could spend two days there. Yeah. There's tons of, as far as on the World Showcase side, like you said, besides the few actually rides that there are there's tons of live entertainment which is fantastic there's live mm-hmm. bands there's live bands or some sort of troupe or something performing in every single pavilion and they're all great and beyond just the gift shops there are you know little gallery spaces in each of the pavilions that have artwork and art from the artisans from those countries and that that's always neat and it's usually a revolving exhibition meaning it's not the exhibitions change every few months. Yep. So that that's something neat that repeat visitors can really enjoy are the art spaces that are in each of the pavilions. No doubt. Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time in Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight and just in general. Yes. Okay. So I guess, let's see. Let's see what else is in my little cup. All right. Who do we have left? Mr. Milford Milford is it. I'm it. And Mr. Milford gets California Adventure. Go figure. (laughs) Of course. Which is fine. So we're not going to get Hollywood Studios. Because that would take... Yeah, I mean, it's better than the other option, which was Hollywood Studios. It would take three seconds. (laughs) Because right now there's not a whole lot to do there. No. We can sum that up as a whole afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. That'll be our wrap-up. Yeah. So... I have to admit, I've never been to California Adventure. We we are going, well, it's almost next month, March. We'll be there the 17th for St. Patrick's Day. And I'm actually looking forward to both parks. Um, I guess when it comes to California Adventure, I mean, looking at the rides, I mean, I've done Soren. It's, it's pretty much the same ride that's in Epcot. I'm actually looking forward to the whole radiator springs thing with the cars land because I, don't, I know it's an over like test track in that it's the same i believe it's the same ride vehicle am i right jessica it's very similar i noticed yeah. that when i went on the test track it felt the same yeah so i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to the roller coaster that's there that i can't think of the name of off the top of my head oh the california screaming uh-huh. and that one's but it's a lot like rock and roller coaster with the it's outside, the though, isn't it? Catapult. 
it is outside. But yeah. with the catapult... So it does propel you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, okay. And then I guess the other ride I'm looking forward to is the Monsters, Inc. Um, <laughs> I love that ride. <laughs> I, mean, I, I love that movie. I love that movie franchise. And it's really fun. You know, I, it, it just looks like it's going to be a fun ride to go on. And um, Roz, you see Roz at the end, and she's interactive, so she she'll comment about stuff that you're wearing or ask oh, you if no. you've seen people. And if you don't have any little kids in your car, sometimes she'll kind of roast you and make fun of you. It's really awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, so it's kind of like Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, because, you know, I always get picked as being that guy. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> don't wear a Hawaiian shirt. <sighs> or a pirate hat. <laughs> yeah. Don't wear anything that makes you stand out. Or a shirt with no sleeves and tattoos all guy. over the place. Um, she often so, makes fun of my tiara. She'll be like, I didn't know it was a formal occasion. <laughs> I love Roz. He's my spirit animal. And I guess the um, other thing I was kind of hoping for was that whole Guardians of the Galaxy overlay of the Tower of Terror would be finished by the time I get there in March, but that's not looking good. Nah, it says summer 2017 on the signs. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think you need to have a lovely lunch anywhere and then go get on Mickey's Fun Wheel. (laughs) (laughs) On one of the inner gondolas. Yeah, see, I'll be riding that by myself because my wife's not a hype person. She does not like... So, let me just say, there's two very different experiences. There's the swinging car (laughs) and the non-swinging car. Oh, the swinging car is the only ride at the Disneyland Resort with a barf bag. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I'm like, are you kidding me? No. no and our our gondola was out of barf bags. Oh, Just so man. you know, which must have meant they were used. <laughs> it makes you whip so much you genuinely cannot tell if you are going up or down. You don't know if you're whipping or nay naying because and, yes. and that's the cars that's on the outside. No, those are stationary. It's the inner ones. This, they have, so, there, there are two lines. You choose swinging or non-swinging, and it's very clearly labeled, so you won't accidentally uh, get on the wrong one. <laughs> awesome. We were on the swinging one, in case you didn't know. <laughs> and then um, I guess... My you know, kids I guess, loved it. Sorry. Yeah. No, for it. No, I'm, I'm the other thing I'm looking forward to, you know, ending the night before I go back to the resort or before we go back to downtown Disney and have drinks, I guess. Is uh, to actually see the world of color. Yes. Because so. yes. I hear there's nothing like it. It's so. A lot of people were crying the first time I saw it. <laughs> wow. It's it's good. Yeah, it's really good. Cool. And I guess, you know, that pretty much wrap it up for me for California Adventure. You know, unfortunately, I don't know much about the park, so I'm, you know, I'm sitting here looking at the map and looking at all the attractions and all the restaurants. And, uh, you know, if uh, anybody has suggestions, I'm going to be there in a month and a half. And I think one thing that mess- we can't, one thing we can't miss is the carousel there because it's a little different. It's got King Triton's carousel and the critters on it. Yeah, I'm from the south. The critters. <laughs> the critters are sea creatures, which is really oh, cool. cool. It's not just horses. So, so I can my ride daughter a seahorse? 
Yeah, and whales. Seahorse. Mm -hmm. Dolphins and all kinds of great things. So the the carousel is definitely worth a, a visit. Even if you're not going to ride it, definitely take a, you know, stop by and take a look at the animals because they're they're really well done mm. we like sea creators good to know hmm. <laughs> now if i could find it on the map that would be helpful it's over <laughs> by um california screaming right nestled between um california screaming oh and there Story. it is i see mm-hmm. it now. it's over there it's over there on paradise pier you can uh... yeah the other thing you should do is you should get an ice cream at ghirardelli and then walk over to Cars Land and sit on Flo's V8 Cafe, the patio, because it overlooks the whole landscape. And I just, every time I go, I do that. I get an ice cream and I just eat it and look out at the view. It's awesome. Oh, cool. So Ghirardelli's actually in California Adventure? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's in, it's in Pacific Wharf. It's right around the corner from Cars Land. Okay. Good to know. Uh-huh. Yeah. One of my other favorite places to eat. <laughs> Kiradellis. Yep. You get to cool. S- you get to see the electrical parade. Yeah. Yeah, I get to see that again, right? Of course, that'll be in Disneyland, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Where is my my middle son? Absolutely adored award wieners. That was a a good little place for him to eat. Mm. He, he's a corn dog nut. <laughs> he absolutely loves corn dogs, so that was a good place. And what's the show over at the Hyperion? Right? Hyperion? 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 It's uh, Frozen. Live. Frozen now. Oh yeah, well, uh, I guess I can skip that. Yeah, it, it's okay. It's not anything. I wouldn't bother getting a fast pass or waiting in a long line. But if there's no line, it's it's good. But it's not amazing. We saw Aladdin there, and it was awesome. Aladdin was amazing. The show, yeah. the live show that everybody should see is the one Mickey and the Magical Map in Disneyland. Cool. Is that a castle show or is it in a theater? No, it's in a theater in the back of Fantasyland next to It's a Small World. Okay. It's really good. My interactive map is not playing well with me. Here we go. I <laughs> know, <laughs> right? Cool. Technology. Yay. And Disneyland still has Toontown, so. Yeah, Toontown is cool because everything is supposed to be poked and prodded and there's all kinds of interactive gags and stuff. It's fun to walk around. Interesting. And, and they've got better... a Roger Rabbit ride, which mm-hmm. I love. They do. And it's better than the Toontown was at Magic Kingdom while we had it. Well, there wasn't which much. It wasn't for very there wasn't much to do in the Toontown. I mean, there was the Barnstormer, and you had the little Donald's Boat play area. But other than that, it was Mickey and Minnie's house, and you walked through stuff. And Yeah, there was. Yeah. And there is a Minnie, Minnie's house and Mickey's house here at um, Disneyland, but it's it's just done better. Yep. Well, that's what and makes it. And how did I miss that there was a Chippendale treehouse? How did I miss that? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's really small. It's not like a treehouse grown-ups could walk around in. It's <laughs> tiny. <laughs> well, that would make sense. Dang it. I thought I was going to get stuck in there. It made me very nervous. <laughs> oh, dear. I guess I'll just take pictures from the outside. But they do have a Donald's boat there, so hey. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Nice, nice. Very good, very good. But, yeah. I, I'm, I, do, I am glad that they 
save the Barnstormer from our Toontown. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think they would have been Oh, f- definitely. I think they would have been foolish uh, that was if a they good got move. rid of that. They really would have. Because I'm excited because when we go in April, my, my youngest is tall enough to ride that and the Seven <laughs> Dwarfs Mine Train. So I'll be uh, pretty excited to get them on that. So definitely glad that that stuck around. All right, well, with uh-huh. continuing with our little game here, uh, we've gone through everybody that's on the show. If Crystal was here and uh, she would have, by default, gotten Hollywood Studios, because that was all that left that was left in my little mug. Uh, and with that park being in the state that it's in, it's, you know, there's only a few high points in it, uh, at, least in my, <laughs> at least in my opinion. Uh, that, that park was always my least favorite, even before Animal Kingdom came online and it's definitely still in last place now um well it's the new half day park yeah it really is it's probably a quarter day park because i don't really need to run in there and as we as melanie mentioned er earlier about and adrian too about going on the spinny rides and these rides and as you've gotten to the older numbers in age this stuff starts to bother you to you well you know that's that's happening to me now so store star tours is no longer a must do for me unfortunately because depending on the sequence i get it can ruin the my, vertigo it can ruin my not the vertigo it just bothers me i don't know like if uh, the last one that really bothered me was when the pod racer thing was in there because that thing just uh, that's why i don't like dinosaur either it just it just screws me i get off i'm like what the hell <laughs> just stay in a straight line but, but the walk up to it, when you, you begin the queue in indoor. Yeah. When you get in, you, the ad-ad is there. Oh, I love, like the, I love the outside and the theming and everything. Yeah, I just, just the queue itself. When I was there last time, it was so funny because I went, we went through the queue. And, of course, you begin outside. So you're in indoor. Then you go inside and you're in the space station. And yep. they've changed some of the interactive features in the space station, too, over the last few years. But... When we got to the ride itself, I walked straight through <laughs> and waited for the kids on the other side. And like, you waited that long with us and you're not going to ride? I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've already had my fun. Yeah. I, I have no desire to be jostled about and got in the vertigo. I get vertigo on it depending on the scene, but the jostling. Like, oh, No. It's just the bumpy, the up and down, like the 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 up and down, like the stomach thing. That's why I can't go on Tower of the Terror. That that just just it just ruins me. Oh, I love Tower. Of Terror. I loved it too until it went the randomizer way. I just I can't I can't handle the six and sevens. It just it doesn't make they- it doesn't make me want to throw up. But I just it just screws me up for the for the remainder of the day. Just- what do you guys know about them not being able to use the Twilight Zone in the opening anymore? I don't think they have. You guys heard about that? No, but they, no. this probably has to do with the rights no. or something. I heard that they were losing the rights to the Twilight Zone portion of the show. Hmm. And, and I don't know if that was a rumor. I don't know where I heard that. I don't know. So I, I need to look that source up. Because yeah, I'm I, not sure. That we're filing that under Disney rumors that they were losing the Twilight Zone portion of hmm. it. But obviously Tower of Terror is Disney's own thing. But. Right. I, I, I wonder if it has something to do with the fact that there's a new Twilight Zone movie or something coming out. I could have swore I read something about that somewhere. But you can buy the horrible <laughs> Tower of Terror movie. Steve Gutenberg. In the gift shop. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. 
As if the ride isn't scary enough, you can purchase the movie, which is even scarier. And here's a bit of advice. (laughs) Don't. Yeah, please don't. Do not waste your hard-earned money on that movie. Can you imagine if that replaced the Twilight Zone as the beginning of the ride? (laughs) (laughs) Troll YouTube Steve Gutenberg comes out. Yeah. You're going to laugh. I actually own a copy of that movie. (laughs) Of course you do. My grandparents or my parents bought it for my kids. Wow. Back when it came out. So speaking speaking of, since we're on Tower Tower of the Terror, (laughs) Tower of Terror, I now understand the purpose behind the makeover for Disneyland's version being that I finally saw Guardians of the Galaxy. So it makes sense to me. I'm not saying I agree with it, but now the theme makes sense. Well, the theme doesn't make sense in Hollywoodland. No, it doesn't make sense in where it is in in But I agree. I get why they wanted to put something in. But but the uh, I guess the logistics of the actual attraction makes sense to if they're using that scene from the movie where they're trying to yeah. break out of the uh, I can't think of the name of the jail, and they're in that uh-huh. and they're in that pod thing. That makes sense to me now that I saw the movie. I, I still don't agree with it, and I agree with you, Jessica, where it is physically in that park. Just yeah, it's theming wise, that in that sense, it doesn't fit. I get why they why it was an <clears throat> excuse me why it was an easy uh, theme change for them. I guess. (laughs) Still don't know what the hell the story is going to be behind it and what they're going to do because I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Well, I'll never find out because I'll never be, I'll never ride it, but. I think there's always rock and roller coaster for you. I like, see, those don't, and I don't understand, maybe because I just like them that much more and I amp myself up for them and. Rock and roller coaster doesn't bother me. Everest does, but I love it too much to not go on it. I get off of that and my legs are wobbly and I'm walking. Do you do crooked. better on like the dark rides where you can't see where you're going as well? Thunder and Space Mountain don't bother me at all. I think because I'm just screaming like a maniac the whole time, I don't really think about it. And then I, <laughs> I get off and I'm like, all right, I'm good. I don't worry about it. You know, my father's got severe motion sickness. He can't like go on the carousel anymore. Oh no! Yeah, he's he's bad. No, rock and roller coaster makes my eyes just water. Like I don't know what it is about the air conditioning and that ride, but yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. None of the other ones bother me. I mean, Everest, I think, because yeah. it goes forward and backwards. But I just friggin' love it so much that I will not go on it until it starts to make me physically ill. But I get off of there and I walk it's... in that into the gift shop. You know, my heart's beating out of my chest and my legs are a little like whoa. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if that's adrenaline or my body saying, hey, jackass, stop going on this ride. Well, now that the park's open later, especially in the wintertime, you can be in there like because it gets dark earlier. Yeah. You can ride Everest at night. I know. So fun. Epic fail. The best. Epic fail for me when we were there, when my wife and I were there in September because we went late to Animal Kingdom and we were so shot and we were soaking wet from a downpour that we didn't put poncho and I was just like it was just done and I just wanted to go and it didn't we did the safari and we did not do Everest and as soon as we got back to the room I was like idiots <laughs> why didn't I just drag myself back there to just do it so I can do it but now the park's <laughs> open late pretty normally and when we're there in April it's going to be a busier time so I'm confident I will be able to rectify that problem 
And now that it's open later as well, if you can time your Kilimanjaro safari for sunset, mm-hmm. do it. That's what I've heard. Do it at sunset because the critters are out and they're yeah. active as all get. And it was it's just a different experience at sunset. That's what I've heard. All right. Well, I think it was very interesting, especially for those of us who got parks that we're not familiar with. I'm going to say I'm glad I got a park I was familiar with. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was a lot of fun. I hope everybody enjoyed listening to that. And we will be back in full swing next week, I believe. It's been a while since we've had a full crew, so got some great stuff coming up on future episodes. And I just want to thank everybody for listening again this week. Thank for everybody for their support and their tweets and following along on Facebook and all our various media outlets. If you're looking for us anywhere, you can find us on the World Wide Web at thedizexplorers.com where there is links to all our social media accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, We also have a YouTube channel where... These episodes are posted as well, if you care to join, to listen that way. And as well, you can find us on iTunes and TuneIn and Stitcher as well. So for myself and all the troop, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to everybody next week. (laughs) 